Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. You heard it. It is us. Who you be? Uh, I be Neil Michaels. Who you be? <laughs> and I'm John Ashton, together, uh, collectively known as uh, the guys who do the approach shot. Yeah. You know, when you say together, I always want to do it at the same time as you. Can we try that? Sure. Together, we are... The approach shot. The approach shot. <laughs> now we know why no, we never yeah, did that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not try that again. <laughs> okay. Once is plenty. <laughs> and hey, John, guess what? What? This week, the approach shot has a new sponsor, and we welcome our new sponsor. Okay. The Approach Shot today brought to you in part by my bookie. My cousin Vito? No, your cousin <laughs> Vito is, is, uh, has never paid us a dime to be on the show. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, no, my bookie. Just agree to the screen of your own by betting real Vegas odds to win real cash, not your uncle Vito, your cousin Vito's cash, at my bookie. With thousands of lines to choose from, bet on anything anywhere, anytime with MyBookie, go to MyBookie.com online or MyBookie AD on your mobile device and use the promo code APPROACH, and they'll give you 50% bonus on your deposit. Fantastic. How about that? That's, and that's, and that's this is the best, best time of year for that to happen, too, because I don't know what it's like out there on the West Coast, uh, but here where I live in Louisville, Kentucky, this is the hotbed of college basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we're heading into both men's and women's NCAA tournaments. And yeah, remember, I grew up in Maryland and went to the University of Maryland. So uh, that was right. when Maryland was in the ACC against mm-hmm. North Carolina and Duke and NC State and Wake Forest. And yeah, I grew up in that hotbed too. So yeah, tournaments yeah. coming, Masters is coming, baseball is coming. So yeah, now is a great time to sign up on my bookie for your fifty percent bonus. You put in two hundred bucks, they give you a hundred bucks. You know what else is coming up? Two fantastic guests. On the yeah, show today. That is true. First one, Scott Stokely, granddad of disc golf, founding father of disc golf, of legend of disc golf. 17 major championships, 68 total championships in disc golf. Whew. That is amazing. And up until and about an hour and a half ago, owned the record on longest throw. That's right. 600 That's right. feet or so. It's just insane. Think about that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then in Golf is a Funny Game, we have the sweetheart of Sweetheart <laughs> Entertainment, YouTube sensation Bert Hart, who for some really crazy reason decided he would challenge us to a game of bad and dad jokes. <laughs> well, come on. We, we sort of discovered that in Korea. Two... <laughs> <laughs> Two guys who uh, made their living on the radio telling bad dad jokes. <laughs> and after we got off the radio, kept doing it with our families who just rolled their eyes at us. And now we have an outlet for it. Which is why now we're doing this. We we need a new outlet. <laughs> That's right. Our families won't allow us to do it anymore. Oh, no, dad's opening his mouth. Everybody run. So. <laughs> yeah, John, go talk to Neil. Neil, go talk to John. <laughs> All of that today in today's episode of The Approach Shop. And it is, again, sponsored by MyBookie. Not my cousin Vinny, MyBookie. MyBookie. Check him out. And hang out. We'll be right back. 
Could COVID really cost you your home? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you really need to worry about is home title theft, which is why you need home title lock. Cyber criminals are after our homes, and it's easier than you'd think. The title documents to our homes are online now. The thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home, and he's the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payments or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects your most valuable asset. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and receive 30 free days of protection with promo code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. It's March, and it's going to be a great month for sports, and therefore a great month to make some extra money with MyBookie. With March Madness right around the corner, MyBookie's offering a shot at a share of $10,000 with the My Bracket Contest, and it's only a single dollar entry. Plus, there's a ton of NBA action on tap, and there's not one but two UFC pay-per-view cards to bet on. Regardless of your favorite player or team, you've got the choice from thousands of lines and prop bets on all major sports, and it's all in one place at MyBookie. Hey, it's Neil Michael suggesting you get a head start by signing up today with promo code APPROACH. When you do, MyBookie will match your first deposit halfway, up to a thousand bucks. Deposit five hundred dollars, get two hundred and fifty dollars. Deposit one hundred and get fifty. That's free cash credited to your account instantly on top of your deposit. The best part is you always have access to the action, whether you're at home or on the go. Visit mybookie.com online or on your phone at mybookie.ag and use the promo code APPROACH to grab yourself that 50% deposit bonus. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And thanks for hanging and coming back. This is the approach shot. We have explained that. I am John Ashton. I am Neil Michael. You are him. And you're right. We don't we don't have to explain <laughs> that we're back because you know they're here. And they are here. We're talking. So what we do have to explain, however, is who has that, joined us. That is probably the highlight of this whole uh, rigmarole that we're doing back and forth. We have with us 17-time world and national professional disc golf champion, lest we say the grandfather of disc golf. Can we call you that? Scott Stokely is with us today. <laughs> he, he may um, balk at the grandfather title, man. <laughs> yeah. I, appreciate it. I don't mind the grandfather thing, um, but there's. I certainly wouldn't put myself on that platform there. I stood on the shoulders of giants before me. So I'm one of the older... Oh, geez. But not that, was the, that was actually the grandfather reference. It's just you're an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, Scott, you, I know, I know you're, you, you're humble and all that crap. Let's get that out of the way, okay? Um, so if, if you do agree with anything we say, we won't think you're bragging. But I've joined a couple of Disc Golf Facebook groups, and I mentioned in that group that we were going to talk to you on the podcast. And I was getting all kinds of people going, oh, my God. He's like – he's like – I I throw it just like he does. I, I I went and I studied his techniques. You're one of the guys who created the style, man, aren't you? I, I am. I, I again, I didn't create it, but what I was what the first person to do was when the sport was growing. It's been around since 1976. That's when I first played. And in the 90s, there were probably a thousand courses in the world and a million players at that point. And I was the first pro to actually travel around the country teaching clinics and seminars. Wow. Uh, teach disc golf. So I would go to town after town. I went to a total of 480 cities, but in the first two runs, about 220 cities, where I would go before YouTube and stand up in front of the local club and say, this is how you're supposed to throw. This is what the different shots look like. Here's the mechanics. So I, I you know, again, I didn't invent any of this, but I brought it to the masses. And then I wrote the first book on disc golf throwing technique which reached to even larger audience. So, I mean, I'm not being humble. I, I, I'm very proud of what I did, but it was, I played a role, not mm-hmm. yeah. I, I created a role. Well, and, and to that end, in 1987, again, not that he's being humble. In 1987, he set a junior's distance record of 155 meters 
And then in 1995, he threw a discraft 200 meters, beating the previous Guinness World Records. And then you broke your own record in 98 by throwing 211 meters backhand. So, you know. Could you do me a favor, Neil? We're not metric here. Could, can you translate those numbers for us? Uh, only if Wikipedia can. <laughs> I, I can do it for you. Uh, the 200 meters was 660, uh, 656 feet. Six inches. The 211 meters was 693 feet, three inches. On wind-aided conditions, it was, oh. you know, either no or light breeze. Yeah, I was. I got to have my name actually printed in the Guinness Book of World Records for five separate editions. And unfortunately, a, a funny story, it was sad. One of my very close friends who broke my record, I was really happy for him. He was the, He was now the best in the world at this. He broke the record. And when the Guinness Records came out, they had introduced a new section in 2001 called Internet World Records. And in doing so, they removed a bunch of the previous records from the book. So it, that year that he got in, it, it wasn't actually printed in the book. Although we all- <laughs> of this list of things is where it says in 2001, Stokely also set a record for the longest throw sidearm, but it wasn't yes. published. So apparently you're just showing off in ways that don't show up in the books. <laughs> Scott, is it is it strength or technique to get that far? Oh, it's te- technique. Okay. You know, the, the parallels to ball golf are so similar. I mean, yes, if you are healthy and you have stronger muscles, you'll hit a ball farther. Right. But when it comes down to it, the strong player with the poor technique doesn't hit the ball half as hard as the player who's got form. And certainly not as accurately or as consistently. So, yeah, it, it's it's 90-something percent technique, but being stronger helps. As you um, continue to, to play and as you continue to be an ambassador for the sport, we've talked previously about the fact that, that obviously the sport is becoming more and more accepted, more and more comparisons to ball golf. Take us through the beginning of when you started professionally to where the sport has become in the early days of the sport it was the wild west uh you guys will remember this but if you're younger you probably don't but there was a time when there wasn't hardly anything such as alternative sports Mm. sports were something you did up through high school and then unless you were the one tenth of one percent who kept playing to college or professional sports became something that you watched right you might, some players golf, some players pay, uh, people would say play tennis. People did play sports, but the idea of that as a lifestyle was a little more foreign. And so alternative sports weren't a, they weren't a thing, you know, that, that you did. And so when uh, disc golf came along, it was originally came from a, a, a counterculture. Of the, it was the hippie counterculture was a large part of it. <laughs> and the early days of the sport were basically, you have men and women who are athletic, they're competitive, they like to train, all the qualities that make a competitive athlete, but they didn't fit the cultural norm of what an athlete was, that clean cut jock type. And so these sports would form, skateboarding is another one, they would form for people that were just as gifted as anyone else, but they just didn't fit that box. And so that's where Frisbee came from. And Frisbee evolved into disc golf very organically. It's just something that was enjoyable that people did. Those people would move and then start courses in their area and they would start clubs. And, you know, it it really just grew very consistently for 45 years. So when you were a kid, Scott, in in the backyard playing Frisbee and then later on playing Frisbee golf and what became disc golf, did your parents ever scream at you and say, come back here and study? You're never going to make any money doing that. (laughs) Yeah, and, and they weren't wrong. <laughs> um, the thing that happened to me, um, this is a, a, one of the life lessons, and I'm not a hypocrite. I've passed the exact same lessons on to my daughter as well, is I was uh, had been playing for my most of my life when I started college. And three semesters into college, I was working the graveyard shift at Kinko's, and I had earned a day off, like you know, in corporate America, you work X number of hours, you get a day off. There was a tournament coming up a couple months away. I sat down with my manager and said, I need this day off in a couple months. I got the guilt trip. I got the third degree. I got pressure not to take the day off. And eventually I did get this day off that I had earned. 
But at some point, not long after that, it hit me that if I continue in college, I'm likely going to be doing the exact same thing in 10 years. I'll be being paid more money, but I'm still going to be part of this machine that I didn't want to be a part of. And that's when I said, I'm going to play disc golf and figure out how to make that my living. And I'm also going to work for myself. And basically, no one's going to tell me what to do. And, and that's that was the genesis of my professional career. Uh, there was no money as a competitive player and prize money, but there's endorsements, there's merchandising, there's running clinics and seminars. Right. And you can monetize hobbies. And so that's really where my professional career was. I mean, I, could, I was a competitive player, but that's not where I made my money. You had said when we talked before this that if you want to know the difference between disc golf and ball golf, take a look at the prize money and remove a zero. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of where you were in the, in the early stages of your career. And, and that's about where we are. Now, in terms of just participation, there are around 10 million disc golfers now in the U.S. who play more than once a month. And I think that's fairly on par with ball golfing. And so participation-wise, the communities are similar size, and disc golf is growing rapidly. Now, in terms of endorsement deals, you know, prize money, merchandising, ball golf is a step ahead to a large extent because it's a more expensive sport. So there's going to be more money pouring into it because there's more expensive products to be sold. And But participation-wise, we're, we're very close. On that same topic, how much would a, a full set, and you do use multiple discs for multiple, it's the same yeah. thing as ball golf. You've got discs for specific distances and specific things. How much does a full set would cost for someone who wanted to get into it? So discs typically retail between ten and twenty dollars a piece. You can get started. Well, you can get started with just one. Sure. But typically, you know, three or four to get started. You have discs that, that fly differently. So you know, a putter and an approach shot. You know, a, a driver. It, it, that's really a good start. So thirty bucks to get started. The prof professional or a, you know even a competitive league player might carry fifteen discs that might be you know two hundred fifty dollars worth of discs. You know, obviously quite a bit less than golf equipment. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say thirty. But, but 30, 30 bucks would be about what I paid for my set of clubs. So that's <laughs> <laughs> the recreational player, the weekend warrior, you know, carries four or five discs. And they nowadays, unless you lose them, they last almost forever. So yeah. you, you don't really have to run very often. Uh, the Probably the biggest difference is uh, well, it, the initial startup cost, you know, the first barrier to entry. But also most courses are somewhere between free and, you know, five dollars there's a couple courses that cost a little more than five dollars but not much yeah i've been here in louisville kentucky this group i belong to many people have said oh I, he's been here because we have a, a pretty what i understand i've never played it but it's a, a pretty well-respected course at iroquois park here in louisville and i know that there's a course over across the river in new albany a guy just built it at his golf course he has a nine-hole golf course and he included a, a disc course and then uh, french lick uh, resort up in indiana has a, a disc course on their uh, one of their three golf courses up there so is it just in this area that it's getting very popular in the midwest or is it that way all over the country now no there, there's about ten thousand courses now uh what's happening because you, you guys are familiar with ball golf is that a lot of ball golf courses are struggling and it's a way of taking an existing piece of land and an existing infrastructure you put a disc golf course in and you simply have another x number of players come through that course um, it's not just greens fees, but there's cart rentals. There's um, obviously there's the pro shop, there's mm -hmm. snacks, there's meals. Right. Uh, and then, of course, most of the, the hybrid courses, we call them now, will also carry a selection of golf discs, which is merchandising. Mm -hmm. So it's a way of, a, um, especially the more uh, smaller private courses, sometimes it's just keeping their heads above water. In other cases, they it's profitable, very profitable. It's also a way for a whole but family to, to participate. I mean, if you've got adults who are into ball golf, but the kids aren't, but they're into disc golf, you could still all go out as a family and play together. Yeah, I, I, you absolutely can. And you can do both. There's a lot of players that do both. The thing about both of these sports is that they're the same sport. The mental aspect, the enjoyment of it, every parallel you can think of is almost one-to-one. -one. Okay. You know, when you play around at disc golf and you're playing well, you achieve this zen-like state that has been romanticized in every golf book ever written, right? <laughs> right? And the struggles and the frustrations when you're not playing well are every bit as real. You know, the going against the course instead of your competition, you know, right. it's a parallel sport. You can yeah. play ball golf or disc golf. A pro and an amateur can play side by side and they can still enjoy the game just as much because you're playing against the course. I mean, you're not playing your opponent. Two players of different levels can't 
really enjoy playing table tennis all against one another because you're playing the opponent. Yeah. So it has all of those elements built into it. It's just it's achieved through discs instead of balls and clubs. When you talk just for distance wise, just again to to make the comparisons in our head, when you're talking like an average par four, what kind of distance are you talking at disc golf? An average par four, we usually measure in feet instead of yards, which is a little different. Yeah. But uh, a typical par four, depending on the obstacles, is going to be in the probably the 600 foot, the 200 yard range. Okay. Um, there are players, I mean, pro level players throw throw a disc 200 yards off the tee pad. One of the differences in the types of course. Because discs have so much more variety in the flight paths they can take that you don't need to have as open a space. And in fact, in many cases, if you put a disc golf tee pad on a ball golf tee pad and put the basket on the green, that would be a terrible disc golf hole. Right. Because the fairway is just so wide, the obstacles are almost non-existent. Even the sand traps you can throw out of uh, rough is irrelevant. Uh, so most disc golf courses have a lot more obstacles in them, yeah, trees, bushes, shrubbery, rocks, hills, and other types of terrain. Mm-hmm. So you can have a much shorter hole because you're in a very wooded area with right. a gap that's eight feet wide. In, in that case, a 500-foot hole could easily be a par four. Right. I think that made the disc golf such an appealing sport early on is that we don't want open space. Like all that great park space that you would use for – soccer and baseball and, and and just about every other sport out there we want to be off in the woods like we want that that land that you really can't do anything else with other than maybe hiking and, and bird watching so you have all these municipalities out there that have this piece of land what are they going to do with this you know it, it would cost millions to develop it into something and we're like or we can put a course in for twenty thousand dollars it's going to get 300 people a day using that land and so it's really been a, a very symbiotic relationship with towns once we became accepted that this is a good thing right it, it became uh, an easy sell so to speak now i think we need to take a quick break here but when we come back one of the things I'd like to talk to you about, Scott, is you're working with um, special needs people and how disc golf can, can help in, in that particular area. I know you do a lot of work around there, so that's something uh, I'd like to explore with you a little further. And then, of course, Neil has that six-pack of questions coming up to you. So we are the Approach Shot Hangout. We have Scott Stokely with us, and we're coming right back. During the COVID-19 lockdown, our standards have been relaxed. We have given up looking good for feeling good. Pajama pants or sweatpants were fine when everything you did was on Zoom, but now things are relaxing and it's about time to get back out into public. I am excited because I have found, first off, our new partner, Public Rec. Uh, We want to welcome them in as a new partner here on those weekend golf guys. But they make leisure wear in waist and in seam sizes. They feel, and we agree, comfort starts with a better fit. My favorite pants are their best-selling. It's called All Day Everyday Pants. They're a much more stylish alternative to sweatpants and much more comfortable alternative to jeans. I got to tell you, I have never had pants fit this well. And I don't feel sloppy. And who knew you could look this sharp in sweats, right? I'm in the process of changing all the pants in my wardrobe to these because, I mean, these things are great. Like they said, they feel like sweats. They look like dress pants. You can lounge at home. You look sharp for work, headed out to the bar, go and play golf, visiting clients, whatever. All day, every day pants come in waist and inseam sizing so they will fit short guys, they'll fit tall guys, and they'll fit everyone in between. They come in nine different colors, which means you can have one for every day of the week and then uh, two left over. You can start a whole new rotation. Now, you can get your whole wardrobe from Public Rec because they've got incredibly comfortable shorts and T-shirts, handleys and polos, hoodies, jackets, and golf gear. They got it. Public Rec rarely discounts, but right now they have an exclusive offer just for Approach Shot listeners. Go to publicrec.com slash golfguys and use the promo code APPROACHSHOT to receive 10% off. That's Public Rec, R-E-C, and use our promo code APPROACHSHOT for 10% off. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. 
It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total Tea. New Nugenics Total Tea is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total Tea helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text GRIT to 321-321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321-321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321-321. We promised we'd come back, and we did. That's right. I was. <laughs> I knew you would. I was kind of 50 <laughs> It's, <laughs> no, but I came back because of Scott Stokely. Yeah, definitely. I'm like all stoked about this call. <laughs> in fact, I think I saw Neely's going through trying to get uh, going to trade in his golf clubs for a bunch of discs. Well, you know, he said that in the last segment we were just talking about the fact that so much of the disc golf courses are in the woods and in rough areas and things like that. <laughs> and since that's where I spend most of my golf time anyway, <laughs> it sounds like home to me. And one of the things I thought of when he said oh. that was, and all the golf balls you find in there, you can use now to finance your disc golf career. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. He also said 30 bucks. So, you know, that appealed to me. <laughs> it did indeed. Did indeed. Okay, Scott, we, we mentioned, and, and one of the things that I've, I've read about you is that um, you like to share the sport with a special needs community. Is it just autistic people or is it run the gamut of special needs situations? No, it is It is not people just with autism. It, I originally started off doing events for, for kids and adults with autism mm-hmm. in an attempt to, to make the sport more inclusive. And then I realized as soon as I tagged it autism, I was now being exclusive because there's many players not represented. So it became special needs. But the tag that I work with uh, kids and adults with autism has stuck because that's where it started. Gotcha. Blue Power was the organization that I loosely created, uh, at least to run the events under. But the idea was to introduce the game to not just kids and adults with special needs. If I ever say kids, it's because I think of them all as my kids, but it's all ages. <laughs> But not just to introduce them, but also to introduce their families to a sport that they can enjoy together. Yeah. Fun things about disc golf, like I mentioned earlier, it's a parallel sport, which means it is a sport that you can do with your kid brother or sister and enjoy because you're playing parallel. You're, you're still playing disc golf. There's no, uh, you know, trying to coerce you into taking your, your younger brother out to the disc golf course. If you like playing disc golf, you want to go. Right. And so it's a sport that is it's, it's great for that. It's also adaptive because you can basically rewrite the rules for any player as necessary. It, there's no rigidity to how the game is played. If someone has, um, mid, you know, let's say, medium-functioning autism, you can have a golf hole that is 40 feet long. And the player can learn that if they stand and they take the disc and they throw it towards the target, that they're advancing towards the goal. Then they move towards the disc and they pick it up and they throw it again and they advance towards the target with the understanding that completion happens when you strike the chains and fall in the basket. Well, that player has played the game of golf no different than Tiger Woods or myself play the game of golf. Mm-hmm. It's adapted for their level, but it's it's the exact same game right? with the same words. And so what I did is when I came up with the idea of doing this is that I went to 280 cities around the country where I would teach a free class for kids with special needs, kids and adults. And they would come out. I would teach them how to play. And we had a blast. It was always free. I, I never charged. It was everyone that came out, got a disc and a shirt just for showing up. And it was something I did purely for fun. I, and and it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. What, what I find really interesting, and, and, and we're going to sort of dip into the dark side of Scott here, is that um, I'm looking at, you know, the promo for your book, and it talks an awful lot about your early struggles in your life. Black market dealer, it says, an addict, a fugitive from justice. This is These are notes from your own book, so I'm not, you know, <laughs> casting aspersions or anything. Do you think disc golf saved your life? I've or? left disc golf to save my life, and the people in it saved my life. I left the sport of disc golf twice. And both times I pulled away from my base and things in my life didn't go well. 
Uh, one time was when I was younger. So when I was 18 or 19 years old, and I really, that was just more rebellious teenager. There's nothing there that is, well, I wrote about it in my book. I mean, there were some interesting stories, but they were teenage stories. And then when I, I, I did leave the sport uh, in 2001, when my daughter was born, and I was after touring for all those years, and I took 13 years off. And things went well for a while, but towards the end of that 13 years, um, things started going badly. Uh, financially, relationship, failed marriage, failed business, foreclosures. And then I, uh, substance abuse became a part of my life, not for a very long period of time, but I don't, I don't do anything half-assed. So when I did it, I was, I was full steam ahead. And that was, uh, from like 2013, 2014-ish, not, not for a long period of time, but it was, it was dark. And when I found the sport, that's what pulled me out. Like the, the Frisbee family, as I call them, um, immediately embraced me and welcomed me back in just like any family would. Mm-hmm. I need you guys. I went back on a tour. I need to build myself up. And the special needs teaching uh, was born from that because I needed to, especially at that time, seek out things that made me feel good about myself. I wanted to, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I was the best citizen for a, you know, for a very short period of my life, but I wasn't the best member of society. And, and I really felt like I needed to do things to give back, to clean my slate with the world and, uh, but I also wanted to build up my self-esteem. So I, ironically, and if it was on video, I could, I would show you when I took off to travel. Um, it's a true story. I'll show you guys uh, uh, as soon as we're done. I'll pull it out for you. But when I decided to travel full time, my girlfriend and I took very little with us. We we everything we couldn't take with us, we gave away or or threw away. No storage unit, nothing. We cut ties. We're just full time traveling touring players now. So we brought very few things with us, our business stuff, our clothing, some camping stuff. But I also brought a book where I I have in that book printed 300 letters from families of kids and adults with special needs. Mm -hmm. And this is a book. I haven't actually opened it in years, but this is a book that I keep with me. This is my my uh, this is my Linus blanket. This is my (laughs) if I ever feel that I ever feel less value in myself or feel like things aren't going right. I have this book I can pop open. I can say, no, this is what people think of me. And so I've kept that as my, uh, I can't think of the word for it, but there's, <laughs> I've kept that as my, my, uh, sounds like a security blanket. I, yeah. I secure it. Although, like I said, I haven't opened it in years. Uh, there you go. That's the thing with security blankets is it's just, you just have to have it there. Just that's all. There. <laughs> that is all. We are going to take a quick break and come back with a six pack of questions for Scott Stokely in just a second. So okay. hang out. Hi, this is Neil Michaels. Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? And lucky me, I'm one of them. Thanks, Grandpa, for the crummy hair jeans. Thank goodness now there's Keeps, the simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Before Keeps, I keeps my hair all right in my brush, in the sink, and I definitely keeps my hair on the floor. Well, with Keeps, you get convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered in discreet packaging right to your door every three months without ever leaving home. Best of all, Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Isn't keeping your hair worth 10 bucks a month? Listen, right now, for listeners of The Approach Shot, your first month's treatment is absolutely free. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so the sooner you start using Keeps, the sooner you will see results. Seriously, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash approach to receive your first month of treatment for free. You have to use this special web address to receive this offer. That's keeps.com slash approach to get your first month free. keeps.com slash approach. How do you know if you're paying too much for your auto insurance? For a lot of drivers, the most costly part of owning a vehicle isn't the payment, the maintenance, or the gas. It's the insurance. You wouldn't buy a car without making sure you're getting the best deal, right? So why do it with your insurance? Make sure you're getting the most coverage for your money. Call GetMyAutoInsured.com at 844-286-8569. That's 844-286-8569. And start saving today. (laughs) 
And we are back with the approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. It is time to put Scott Stokely on the hot seat with Neil's six pack of questions. Let's do the six pack. Scott, question one. What's what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you on a golf course? The most embarrassing thing that happened to me on, on a golf course. I, oh God. I, I, uh, when I was, I played a tournament in Santa Cruz when I was about 14 years old. And at the time that course was covered in poison ivy and it was a three day tournament. And by the third day I had poison ivy everywhere. And at one point <laughs> during the final, wandered off to take a leak. And then I found myself scratching myself to turn around to see people watching me <laughs> scratching myself. Um, my back, my back, my back was to them. And therefore, it it, 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 yeah. it couldn't look like any. <laughs> yeah, the answer we've funny ever had to that question. Incredibly traumatizing to me at the time. <laughs> All right, question. I, that's just the best answer we've ever had to that question. I should probably stop right there. Uh, question two. What's your favorite golf word? My favorite golf word. Oh, God. My favorite golf. Oh, that's that is tough. My <laughs> my favorite golf. Well, it's not bogey. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, my favorite golf world word is probably. Oh God, probably I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say Blue Power because Blue Power is an organization to teach kids with special needs how to disc golf. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> how about your favorite sports movie? Uh, it's Rudy, of course. And by the way, the reason why I identified with Rudy was because as a disc golfer, I couldn't identify with hitting a home run in the World Series. Mm-hmm. What, what I could identify with is the struggle to achieve something that was more internal that wouldn't get the recognition that you would get in a traditional sports movie. It was about the individual overcoming and then succeeding for, for themselves. So that, that resonated way stronger than winning the heavyweight title in a movie. Question four, what's the one thing you can't live without on a golf course? That I can't live without on a golf course, my friends, mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't play this. If, if no one played this game anymore and the courses existed, you would, you would not see me on the course. I need, I need my, my Frisbee family. Very nice. Question five, do you have a nickname that most people don't know about? Ha! <laughs> well, I've tried been trying to convince my girlfriend to call me Thor, but that hasn't caught on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the nickname, uh, yeah, I, okay. I, at one point, I had a group of friends in Colorado that used to call me Stokelberry Crunch. They said if I ever created a circle, it was called Stokelberry Crunch. I have no idea where it came from, and I haven't thought about that in twenty years. <laughs> no, but suddenly you sound like a delicious cereal. <laughs> I do believe you're flirting with me, sir. <laughs> we'll just leave that out there. Question six. Since we are the approach shot in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? The one rule that I live by, I, I have, a, a, I live by honesty. Hmm. There's, you, you will never, if, if we became close friends 30 years from now, you will not look back and find that I deceived you not once. Uh, it, it, being questioned of my integrity in that area is the most offensive thing that anyone has has ever done. And uh, understandably, because in the real world, people are dishonest. Mm-hmm. But that is something that I live by passionately. It's partially why my book is so honest. It's why I can't tell you that I invented this, the, the throwing techniques, right. even as a compliment. I, I, I have to say, no, I didn't. Gotcha. Because that's honesty that I, I have to uh, I have to abide by for me to be happy. There you go. You are officially off the hot seat. And let me go ahead and do your shameless self-promotion. The book is Scott Stokely, Growing Up Disc Golf. Great picture on the front of Scott with his knuckles out because he's got tattoos across his knuckles that say disc golf. And uh, Scott, um, the, the book is available at Amazon or any place that you pick up a book. Again, it's Scott Stokely, Growing Up Disc Golf. Ever get a chance to uh, sit down with this guy live? Uh, I, I am looking forward to that opportunity. If you ever come back to Iroquois, I will be there, Scott. But I have heard that, that watching you is, is an inspiration in and of itself. So. And by the way, scottstokely.net is where you can find everything 
with my traveling, my tours, my schedule, my next other books, uh, my special needs work. It just It's all on scottstokely.net. We'll check it out. Scott what a Stokely. pleasure to have you here today. It was great to meet you, man. Appreciate spending yeah, time thanks. with us. Thank you for somehow getting me to share a story of scratching myself at a Frisbee tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are masters at this. So. <laughs> we do have magic wands, but that would sound like I was hurting with you. <laughs> you guys are Thanks great. So much, appreciate it. Golf is a funny game, and we prove it again with comedian Bert Hart coming up next. Stick around. Could COVID really cost you your home? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you really need to worry about is home title theft, which is why you need home title lock. Cyber criminals are after our homes, and it's easier than you'd think. The title documents to our homes are online now. The thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home, and he's the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payments or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects your most valuable asset. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and receive 30 free days of protection with promo code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. And now, it's time for... Golf is a funny game. (laughs) Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. That is what you call a person on a sugar high. (laughs) Too many cookies for Mr. Big Boys. Put down the donut, step away from the microphone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, donuts and coffee. It's caffeine and sugar. Wow. That explains a lot. (laughs) You know, I grew up thinking that caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, and cholesterol were the four major food groups. (laughs) I think you got two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Love to see what that pyramid looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Golf is a Funny Game. Today with us, we have the sweetheart of comedy. That's Mr. Burt. Hart. That's not Bret Hart, the wrestler. It's Bert Hart, B-E-R-T-H-A-R-T. And he goes by Sweetheart. Welcome to Golf is a Funny Game, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, for anybody that sees me, they're not going to mistake me for the wrestler. So that's, that's <laughs> the number one indicator on uh, on who they're seeing. Yeah, but he used to go by the best that is, the best that was, and the best that ever will be. Maybe that's you in comedy. I'm like, I, I try and split the middle. I just, I just try and, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I try not to be the best or the worst, you know? Hey, I'm kind of good. Hire me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way you don't disappoint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Set the bar low and then overachieve. That's like my, my thing since high school. That's the way <laughs> I was when I was dating in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Brett is live from the Golden Triangle of North Carolina which That's is right. very, very close to some of the best golf courses in the world, Pinehurst. If I could afford it, I'd play Pinehurst all the time. I actually had a buddy when, when I was in the radio world that, that ended up buying a place in Pinehurst, and we were good friends, and I helped him get one of his biggest gigs. Mm-hmm. Never once got an invitation to play there or visit, yeah. in fact. <laughs> so yeah. maybe I set the bar way too low there. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't negotiate that up front, I'm guessing. (laughs) No, I did not. Well, Bert's got a very interesting YouTube channel. And one of the things he does on YouTube is a thing called a bad jokes competition. He does with four or five of his his good friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, go look under Sweetheart. And again, Hart is H-A-R-T, comedy. And look under YouTube and and take a look um, at his bad joke competitions because they're great. And we decided... What was it you said, John, about uh, not working too hard? Don't agonize, plagiarize. There you go. So, <laughs> so because you do something funny, we thought, you know, we're just going to go ahead and steal that. and We're going to do our own bad jokes competition. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep in mind, he does it with comedians. Right. <laughs> 
I guess this means <laughs> we, we do it with a comedian, but he's we, doing it. We with, do it with a comedian. He's doing it with rank amateurs this time. I, yeah, I, actually, I venture to guess this will not show up on his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> he does, on the other hand, have a bumper sticker that his girlfriend put on that said, "We do it with comedians." So I don't know. If- <laughs> it was the "we" part that kind of threw me off. <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate that going on my car. It's a bad look for me. <laughs> All right. So I think the way we should do this is we'll start, we'll do this by, by um, age, uh, reverse age. And Bert, you've done this before. Why don't right. you go ahead and start? And uh, I think we do a bad joke each. And then I guess the other two of us judge whether we think it's funny or not. Yeah, pretty much. It's like uh, during the show, what we do is one person will start out and it rotates every time. And if you get a uh, any kind of reaction, typically, but we're we're going for a laugh. But yeah. if you know, it, it depends. If it's if it's a really really funny sounding groan, we might even count that. It just depends. But <laughs> get a funny sounding groan, it could mean that one of the two of us have passed out. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a point. Maybe. Two. <laughs> I mean, what two are the odds? Points, two, points, two points if an ambulance comes up. <laughs> Three points if you get the ambulance driver to laugh at the joke while you're telling the story. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, you guys will you'll probably appreciate this. I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. Most of what you hear in that bad jokes competition, there's there's a there's two things. There's a finished product joke. There, there's, those are the ones that typically work. And then the ones that don't are what we call our needs work section. Mm. Ah. <laughs> what you don't Much get like to the hear. show <laughs> yeah we usually edit out how uh how we talk about our needs work section or when we figure out that it's part of that but you guys are getting the privilege of hearing my needs work section okay <laughs> that's why i bring that up so we air I, think, I think he's giving us a handicap is what he's <laughs> saying <laughs> If I were to play golf with y'all, I would get a handicap. So you're playing my game. So that's how it's it's going to be reversed. All right. Let's see. We'll start off with. Excuse me. Let's let's make this official. Bad joke competition round one. Ding ding. All right. What is the most sarcastic body of water? That would be the Crimea River. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding. <laughs> so bad jokes and dad jokes. Okay. So, so the comedian, That's whatever you bring to the table, the comedian jumps the into a commanding lead. Right. <laughs> All right. I have one. All right, Mr. Neal. After a particularly bad round of golf, a golfer spots a lake as he walks despondently up to the 18th hole. He looks at his caddy and he says, I've played so badly all day. I think I'm going to drown myself in the lake. The caddy, quick as a flash, then comes back and says, I'm not sure you could keep your head down that long. <laughs> Comedian yeah. still has a commanding lead. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my best one. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. All right, my turn. Guy wakes up on a deserted island. He looks around. The sand is a shade of red. The sky is a shade of red. Even the water is a shade of red. And he looks down and he goes, oh, my God, I've been marooned. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not only should you get a point ticket away, you should be like, we should just throw you off the game for that. He's done. That was that was it. (laughs) Okay, so I guess the. uh, the highbrow humor doesn't work in the room. <laughs> I didn't know that's what we called that. But yeah, that's what I call it. Absolutely. After the first round, Bert won, Neil zero, John thrown off the show. <laughs> well, you just you just label him as marooned right there. <laughs> there you go. Just keep Perfect. it consistent. That's funny. You always know it's going to be good when the the hardest, like the best laughter you hear is your own. Yeah. You're just hoping other people are falling, but you're just like, oh, please think this is as funny as I thought it was. Sometimes just laughing at other people's laughs get it, get it done. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all, all right. Round two. Bert, you ready? How many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? None because they prefer people to be in the dark. 
Close, but no. Uh, it only takes one psychiatrist to change the light bulb, but it's got to be open to change. <laughs> John, what do you think? Not the best, but I'm still no. it'll work. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be better than ours. So he's, I guess he's jumping into the highbrow humor category. You know, <laughs> that's what I tried. It was so successful for you. I was like, well, I don't want him to be alone. Let me show him. I mean, I'll, I'll show him that I can do that too. I didn't, you know. He did warn us that he sets the bar in the middle. Yeah, so. <laughs> I adjusted uh, after round one. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of a little bit of a letdown, but again, still <laughs> better than what we've got. All right, I've got one. What's the easiest shot in golf? I don't know. Nothing? Nothing? Nothing. We got nothing. Your fourth putt. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not only kind of funny, but that's just absolutely true. It is. Yeah. That's <laughs> and it's just... sad, man. <laughs> <laughs> I drove the green, but I four-putted. <laughs> that's why I'm crying. My turn. Well, yeah, again, okay. it's not a hard game. It's guys. not just me. <laughs> it's Bert, Neil, John. Bert, Neil, John. It's. <laughs> I feel I, like you did that to make me feel better, and I appreciate that. We, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm um, I'm currently reading a great book. You need to read. I, I like books about science and science stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm reading a book about anti gravity. I just can't put it down. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> That was actually intelligent dad humor. <laughs> he is, yeah. He is all about the taking the high road of comedy here. He's, he just brought physics into the mix. I wasn't ready for that. Ding, 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 ding. I believe it's it's uh, Bert won, Neil still uh, on deck, and John won. Yay! <laughs> all right, last round. Let's bring it, fellas. All right. Um... All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go high road with this one. See if you guys will keep up with this and enjoy it. It is. I'll just say it's it's tough being dyslexic. Uh, that's not the joke, but I see the laugh already. Appreciate that. But no, it's, it's tough being dyslexic. I mean, you can spend ten minutes typing out the perfect post on Facebook. You post it, you find an error, and the whole thing is urined. <laughs> 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 oh boy I like see that. i said i said i'm taking the high road to throw you off yeah, you not it <laughs> i think we give him two points for that one man yeah, yeah. <laughs> well if if you're going there then i'm going i'm going down the same road as you are what's a dyslexic agnostic think dyslexic agnostic that there is no dog he doesn't believe in dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. I like that. Do, I, do I get one point? I know I'm not going to win, but I want a point. Damn it. We'll give you a point. What the heck? Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Why not at this rate? Right. <laughs> point and a half even. I have, I have. Um... Now it's, it's Bert two. Uh-huh. Me one and three quarters because I'll never win. Uh-huh. And you have one, so if if you tie, there's going to be a playoff between you two. All right, priest, a rabbi. This is, I blew it. Priest, a minister, and a rabbit walk into a room. Rabbit looks at the bartender and says, um, "I'm a typo." <laughs> See, I blew it with the set because I. I let me do, oh, let me do the other one, and we'll just we'll oh, just edit God. that one out, okay? <laughs> no, that's actually funny that we didn't get it because <laughs> it means there won't be a playoff. And <laughs> <laughs> Neil's like, actually, it was better that way. I'm glad no, you did that one. You no, know, you know, half. Just find out. I've just proven that over half of the ability to be a comedian is the ability to tell a joke, not just have jokes. <laughs> That's right. I've learned that. <laughs> That's very great. <laughs> so, Bert, people can find you on YouTube. Where else can they find your your stuff? YouTube is going to be where a lot of the videos come out. Um, so, yeah, Sweetheart Entertainment is uh, is what they can find it under. And we've got series on there. Uh, the things you're going to see is bad jokes, like you mentioned. We just started a new series called Dunces with Discs, which is a bunch of comedians learning to play disc golf um, oh. through, like, competitions like mm-hmm. uh crazy competitions so not only are we terrible to start 
But then you throw into the fact, like our second video will be coming out, I think next week, you get 13 cards, you pick a card and, and the card tells you what you have to throw with. And uh, <laughs> so you have 13 options. Uh, 10 of those are actual like discs. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a softball, you have like a, a PetSmart disc for dogs <laughs> and stuff like that. This is really appropriate, but our main guest on this show is a disc golf champion named Scott Stokely. Yeah. Was- oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've, I've seen a, a couple of his, his videos, his tutorials and stuff like that. He obviously, I mean, they still say uh, when, you, when you talk to people like Big Germ and, and Yuli are two guys that are trending right now in the disc golf world, they said, uh, like, who's got the best forehand forearm shot? And they still put Stokely on the top five. He's, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We should put you in touch. Look at us, John. We're matchmakers. How about that, huh? And we have just proved once again just how hip we are. (laughs) How about that? That is on our business card. As if there was ever a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Sweetheart Entertainment is the YouTube channel. Obviously, you can follow me at Sweetheart the Comedian, kind of all one phrase, at uh, Instagram. That's where I put all my updates on stuff. And then also have SweethearterEntertainment.com which is a double because you'll see the content creation side. But the other half of what I do is actually working with businesses to get their employees like invested in the company and engaged and stuff. And so entertainment is obviously a way to keep employees engaged and happy at work and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what I'm doing now. Corporate entertainment, teaching people like from my background, public speaking is obviously not scary to me at all, Mm -hmm. but it still terrifies half of the population. And so it's like using the secrets and and the techniques you learn and entertainment and making that translate into the professional world and stuff like that. So cool. it's very been a cool. Wild yeah. ride, but it's been a, a real fun one. Birdhart, thanks so much for joining us today on Golf is a Funny Game. Best of everything, my friend. Yes, thank you. I hope I get to come back sometime. We'll do some more. That <laughs> sounds like a challenge. We will be prepared better next time. <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Preparation isn't the point. We <laughs> say thanks once again to Bert Hart, and we suggest maybe you stay right where you're at. We're coming right back. Always wanted to go to college but just haven't found the time? What's the best way to earn your degree? Commuting to campus during these uncertain times? Getting stuck in traffic and rushing to class? Or learning online from your couch with your kid or on your porch with your puppy? At Independence University, your campus is wherever you want it to be. Don't go to college. Let college come to you. That's how you fit college into your schedule. Don't have a home computer? No problem. We can give you a new laptop and tablet to keep after you graduate. Learn from professional instructors with real work experience. And there's employment assistance when you graduate. Get your degree and live a better life. Call now and get a laptop and tablet that's yours upon graduating. Financial aid is available to those who qualify. Get the degree you've always wanted. Call now, 800-798-8549. That's 800-798-8549. We came this close to winning that game, man. This close. No, you did. (laughs) I was out early. I realized I was over my head. <laughs> you know what joke I should have told, but I didn't? What's that? What'd the fish say when he ran into the cement wall? Ouch. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you would have won. I think so. You keep one in your hip pocket. <laughs> I need to plan my material much better. <laughs> yes, indeed. I think that's the case. So I get the feeling that if you just, if we sat here long enough, you could just keep going and going and going yeah. and going. Yeah, we can do that. Um, we're going to have Bert back. The way I was trying to come up with how we could work Rack in there, but he's not Bert back Rack. No. So we got to no. have Bert back. This is, no, whatever. This is why you're supposed to plan these things. That's right. <laughs> Write it out, John. Write it out. This off-the-cuff thing doesn't work all the time. Uh, we just want to thank especially Scott Stokely for spending so much time with this man. I mean, he is just a trip. He's a piece of work. What a great story. And what a great story. I mean, not only a brilliant – athlete and and a pioneer in his industry but you know what a great story of of you know making his way back from some dark places yeah definitely 
And then, of course, uh, Bert, so funny, so funny. We're going to have to do that on a regular basis, man. We'll, we'll uh, arrange some material and we'll maybe we can, maybe to get some of you to send in some of your bad jokes for us to use. Could you, you do that go. for us? You just send it to uh, to. to uh, but you know, I think the best way to do it is to the approach shot uh, Twitter page. So it's it's just literally at the approach shot. Okay. Send in your jokes and dad jokes and send them in, and we'll use them if we think that they're worse than ours, which you know, <laughs> would be hard. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Twitter at the approach shot. Go there and follow us anyhow. Just on general principles, you can also uh, check the website approachshot.net. You can always catch any of the episodes there. You can subscribe to any of the episodes you want to. We really appreciate the fact that a lot of you did that, uh, especially last week when we had Jeff Allen on. We really saw uh, a lot of you that came by and enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, just go by and, and pull up any of our episodes, the one with Joey Greco, the one with Ken Harvey, the one with James Blake, uh, Patrico Darbo, any of those. We think you'll enjoy those as much. And if you so if you're new to us and you just found us, welcome and uh, take a listen to some of the other shows. We think that you'll enjoy them as well. We certainly do. And we want you to keep in mind that uh, we have to remind you, you got to keep golf in perspective and remember that the same people that invented golf and called it a game invented bagpipes and called it music. That is so true (laughs) and so weird. And as uh, being with Scott would probably remind you, life is a gift. So go enjoy every day. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.